Welcome to another episode of Between Two Servers. Between Two Servers is the podcast that doesn't actually take place between two servers, but talks about everything that exists between two servers. Happy New Year! In this episode, Sonia will be discussing how 2020 has been for her from the perspective of a leader, how she's pivoted Converge to adapt to the numerous changes and much, much more. This was taken from our first LinkedIn Live over on our Converge LinkedIn page. Hi everyone, welcome. My name is Sonia and I am with uh, Converge as you can see in our introduction. This is our very first uh, LinkedIn Live, so I'm very excited, but bear with us if we have some technical difficulties since it is our first time going at this. Um, like I said, my name is Sonia, I am with uh, Converge, and um, today I wanted to have this quick uh, year-end review just to talk about some of the things that um, happened this year, some of the things that um, are going, looking forward to, uh, to 2021 um, uh, on a leadership level. So um, at any point, if you have any questions for me during this live, you can um, send them and I will be able to see them and I will try to get to as many questions as I can. So. To start, I, will, I hope everyone had a wonderful uh, holiday or Christmas, whichever one you um, celebrate. And I hope you had time to spend with your family, although COVID has uh, restricted us to being a little bit more isolated, but I hope you all had a wonderful time. So um, I guess I, I wanted to start talking about um, you know, uh, COVID-19 and, and the shutdowns a little bit on mental health, um, isolation, and, you know, how miserable it all really is. Um, I completely agree. It's been a terrible time. Um, however, on a leadership level, you know, I really had to stop, think, and reflect on, you know, how this pandemic is going to affect um, the company, our business, and our employees, and what are the things that I can do as a leader going forward to try and make the situation, you know, a little bit more bearable for um, our staff? Um, how are we going to pivot during this time um, so that we can continue to, to grow? Are we going to be able to grow? Um, and, you know, I've had to spend a lot of time putting together a business plan for 2021 that really consists a lot of, um, you know, wanting to grow, wanting to pivot, wanting to build more uh, technology, but always keeping in mind having a backup plan for, for COVID. Right now, the situation is so unpredictable. We really don't know uh, what's going on. So some of the things that I really had to, to consider in this plan are, you know, how how is COVID going to affect our business in 2021? Uh, what can we do during this time to maintain uh, the business we have, but also uh, continue growing? And can we grow at this time? That's a question that right now we don't know. We usually have all these plans in place and we know that we can achieve a lot of the things we set out to do. But at this time, everything is so unpredictable. We really don't know. So these three questions obviously have caused me on a leadership level a lot of anxiety because I don't have the answers. Um, this is not something uh, I can plan for. However, 
reflecting back on a couple of years, we have been in business for 27 years now. We just uh, had our 27th anniversary in December. And as I look back, I, I think about the fact that we had a flood a couple of years ago in our office that completely destroyed our office. And um, I remember walking in and there was water like up to my knees and, and the office was destroyed. But we were able to take that situation as a tech company and within a day have everyone set up working from home. Um, and, you know, everyone sort of had to do that for about three months until we could get insurance companies in and, and rebuild the entire office. So we learned a lot during that time. And I think that really helped us prepare for COVID, you know, we, we sort of knew what to expect when staff was going to be working long term uh, from home. So that experience really sort of helped us uh, set up. I mean, it does take a little bit of time to get everyone set up and working from home. Uh, but I think we were able to do it in a timely fashion. And we were really able to take that experience and move on and, 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 and learn from it and make it even better this time around. One thing we, we did differently was connected more with our clients during COVID. Usually when we're at the office, we, we have like a million things going on and there's never time to get everything done. And one of the things we've always wanted to do was, you know, a lot more around social media, these lives and connecting with, with our clients. And during COVID, um, this is something that we have had no choice but to do. So um, we've done a lot more Instagram lives with our clients um, who are participating and telling us uh, how their businesses are doing and what they're doing to, to pivot and survive this pandemic and just connecting with our clients and seeing what they're up to. It's been a really, really great time for us to, to do that. And that's something that we would not normally do, you know, Instagram lives, uh, uh, LinkedIn lives. And so this has really given us an opportunity to focus and make this a priority for us. I have a question. Um, the first question is, how important do you think it is for tech companies to adapt, adapt to this new world? Um, well, it's, it, you know, it's, it's such a hard question to, to answer because, you know, it, it's a new world. It's unknown. We've never had this before. We really don't have anything to sort of, you know, look back on except from 100 years ago when we had something similar. But the world has changed so much since then. Technology has changed. But, you know, as a tech company, the only thing that we can do is continue to innovate be creative. We as a, um, a company, as a team, we have to constantly keep our creative hats on and we have to always be thinking and learning. So, you know, if, if, if we do something today and it doesn't work tomorrow or something happens, we have to be able to make change effective quickly. We have to be able to, um, you know, try new things and, and keep, keep that going until we find something that sort of sticks and works and we can continue doing that while we implement something new. So as a company, we have to continue changing and adapting. We really have no choice. Um, I have another question. What has been the highlight of the year? <laughs> I mean, I like to say a lot, but um, in the midst of all, uh, this client we, we, we have in the midst of, sorry, in the midst of all this, 
uh, we have actually managed to build some amazing uh, features for our product. So Converge has two startup products that are part of our business, which is Menusano and Field Eagle. And during this time, we've really been able to just focus on building additional features to these applications that really puts us and makes us leaders in the industry. We look we look at the need out there, we look at what our clients are telling us and we start implementing it. And that's definitely a highlight because we've been able to build some really fantastic things. Um, you know, one of our products has been helping the food service industry, which has been very uh, affected by the, the pandemic. Um, but we've been able to help them pivot quickly uh, as well. And um, that's something that we're really proud of. And, and, and they've been able to use our tool to help them with, with their business during these times. And um, we have uh, also been selected as a partner to work on some custom technology that will help um, our clients' business and also allow them to pivot um, and develop better offerings to their clients. Um, that's what we've been doing for the past 27 years. That's what we do best and that's what we're really good at. And it's always great even during these times to have clients reach out to us and want to partner with us so that we can help them pivot their business. So that's something that we absolutely love to do. Um, I have another question. Hi, Sonia. I am a Brazilian guy. Hi, Brazilian guy. <laughs> um, I mean, let's see, that I come from a different country, different culture. So talking about culture, what does culture mean at Converge? Culture at Converge means belonging, equality, um, having the opportunity to contribute, uh, make change. But most importantly, I think, uh, you know, aside from having a culture of belonging and wanting everyone to succeed and being a little family, I think the number one thing that um, as a culture we have is continuous learning, learning from our mistakes, making things better. And with that and everything else, I think it makes a really good culture for people to be able to be creative, uh, want to try new things, come out and um, suggest and want to um, you know, be part of the change and not for leadership to make those decisions. Everyone is sort of part of that process. Uh, I, oh, yeah, keep the questions coming. <laughs> I have another question. Looking to 2021, what are you hoping for? Um, well, I'm hoping to um, be able to be around people again. That would be fantastic. I do not like to be alone and I live alone. So this has been a really tough time. Um, but my main focus is to make sure we follow a very carefully created business plan that I've been working on since September. Um, always having a contingency plan for, for COVID. Uh, we don't we don't know when a vaccine will be released and we have to be uh, ready for anything. This means continuing to have our, our thinking and creative caps on and making uh, change on a month to month basis based on what's happening. Uh, but I'm looking forward to um, new markets uh, we will be expanding to and I'm really excited about um, these new opportunities for us as a company. So 
a lot of the things that we're doing now are going to give us the capability to um, expand outside of Canada and North America uh, with some of our products. And so that's really exciting for us because it opens up a whole new market, uh, a whole new learning experience, um, a whole new culture. And that's going to be something that I'm really um, looking forward to. And that's, you know, part of our company highlights. Okay, I have another question. Um, what is the most important thing when working remotely? Um, definitely communication and organization. I have found, you know, myself just using uh, tools that I never used before to make sure that um, there's transparency between the different teams. I found that in the beginning of the pandemic when we all you know, went home, um, I was doing things, uh, you know, in my own spreadsheets and in my own systems that my team uh, wasn't aware of what I was doing and vice versa. And so one of the, the, the big things now for working remotely is definitely keeping that communication going and making sure that we have systems in place that make the workplace transparent so that everyone knows what everyone's doing when things have been complete. And, uh, and sort of, you know, keep that, keep that going. Uh, someone wants me to talk about um, we've, uh, things we've been working on this year. Yeah, for sure. I can, I can definitely talk about that. Um, so on the custom side business, we, uh, we have been working with a, a couple partners on some um, software that helps the construction industry estimate their project out on the field uh, faster. We've also been working on, with another large organization uh, to help them uh, create an application that is essentially going to compete with one of their uh, competitors. And we've been uh, working on that for over a year now. And this year we were able to finally complete it and, 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 and launch it to um, a user acceptance testing uh, environment. And uh, our goal is in early January to have that out in production. And that's really gonna make a huge impact on our clients' business. And uh, for our products, Field Eagle and Menusano, uh, for Menusano, we've, Menusano has been like all over the place. We've just been building features like crazy. And that comes as a result of um, support tickets. So we get a lot of, clients who go on our chat window and want to know how to use the system, need some training, or they have questions, or they're asking us, can your system do this and that, or I'd really like it to be able to do this, or they'll be like, oh, if you guys had this feature, this would be very, very val valuable to me. So I work really close with our marketing manager, Christine, who basically speaks to all of our clients and she's absolutely amazing what she does. And when she, once she gets that feedback and she understands the requirement behind it, we create a roadmap for that. And so in 2020, we've sort of been able to check off half of the list that we had uh, planned. And that list is essentially small little features that have a huge impact on our client's business from Enzano. So a little feature that just makes their life easier. We, we get the requirement, we build it, we publish it, client has access to it. And that has had a huge impact on our clients. And they really appreciate the fact that we are the type of company that we listen to our clients. We listen to you. You tell us that you love our system, but you would love it better if it had this, this, and that. Then our mission becomes to go out and build this, this, and that for you. 
I'm not speaking about specific um, uh, features because you probably wouldn't know what I was talking about. So I'm just describing it as this, 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 and that. Yeah. <laughs> um, another question. As a leader, what has been the biggest challenge for you? Um, well, not being able to meet our business plan for 2020 was definitely a challenge. I was constantly trying to go through it, making sure that we were meeting some of the um, you know projections that we had uh, set out to do, but um, you know that didn't really happen. But the challenge really is, you know. With mental health, it's, you know, you have to keep your staff motivated somehow. And how do you do that, you know, working from home when you can't see people and sometimes you try to reach out to people and, you know, they're dealing with their own thing and they're just not interested. And then, you know, keeping the team motivated and, you know, that's been a real challenge. So I think the way that I've, I've personally tried to, to deal with that is really, really work hard on the sales and marketing side of the business so that we can show our staff that, hey, just because we're going through a pandemic, you know, doesn't mean that we can't get new business in the door and doesn't mean that we're not going to have new projects. So I've just put all of my focus into, you know, talking to our clients, putting together proposals, getting those proposals signed, making sure that we have new uh, work for our staff to keep them motivated and working on different things. That's not always going to work for everyone, but you know, I know that the minute I tell um, our team, hey, we have a new project that we're going to be starting in January 2nd, they all get really excited about it. And it's like, hey, yes, a new project. It's about time. And it's, 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 it's motivating, right? So you know, that's not the right answer. I don't know what the right answer is. Um, for the biggest challenges, the only thing I can do is sort of um, look at the things that I'm trying to do and see how they work and continue trying to do them and making them better. One thing that we did do before the second wave and the second lockdown was, you know, I tried to set up meetings at the office so that we would, you know, at least see each other once a week and sort of have that engagement uh, and collaboration. And then, of course, we have the second wave and lockdown again. Um, but, you know, it's it's just been, you know, I don't have the right answers to the challenges. It's just like everything has been a challenge this year. And um, I can only go day to day and try to solve those challenges as best I can based on, you know, what I see other leaders doing um, based on my own personal experiences and knowing our team and also, you know, getting the feedback from the team or just, you know, when I don't get the feedback, I see the reaction and I know what the reaction means. So the only thing I can do is try to change it next time around. It's, it's a really tough position to be in at this time. Um, oh, I thought I had another question, but I don't. Um, so I'll go back to sort of some of the things that we are looking forward to and that we um, want to work on. So for, for 2021, like I mentioned, we want to be able to, to go into other countries with some of our technology. But, you know, mostly and what's really important in our plan is to make sure that 
we have all the tools in place that will allow our team to continue working remotely um, if that's going to happen for another six months, another eight months, another year. We have to make sure that you know everyone is feeling comfortable. Um, everyone has the tools that they need to be successful at their job. Everyone, um, there's open communication. Um, everyone knows what's happening within the organization. Um, it is definitely my job to communicate to the team what is our business plan? What are the things we are looking forward to achieving in 2021? And what is the plan to achieve those things? So that's really something that I'm, I've been working on the last three, the last quarter of the year. And, you know, starting in, in January, I actually have a, a Zoom uh, meeting set up with all our teams so that I can walk them through sort of the vision for 2021 so that they can feel engaged and um, part of what we're doing. Um, let's see, I think I have another question here. No, oh, I do. Um, in the 27 years Converse has been around, do you think it's managed to stay around and relevant? Um, yes, uh, we have been in business for 27 years for a reason. Um, you know, do I think it, it's managed to stay around and, and relevant. I, yeah, I do because we we're still here. Uh, we were, you know, we're, we have such a culture of, of learning that every year our business plan is based on the previous year and what we learned in the previous year and how, uh, the, you know, how many challenges we had on the things we were trying to achieve. And then, you know, what's our, what's our new goals and, you know, how can we apply what we learned from the previous challenges into, you know, trying to foresee what our next challenges are going to be. It's such a learning um, culture that it, it makes us want to um, change. It makes us accept change. Um, and in, as part of that change, we, we are always learning new technologies. You know, you're not going to stay relevant if you're still using technology from 20 years ago and you haven't really bothered to um, assess new technologies and what they're doing in the world. You know, things like AI are, are completely changing the world. And as a company, we know that if we don't learn AI or we don't implement AI in our own uh, products, uh, and our clients' products, you know, we're, we are going to com completely be irrelevant because we're not keeping up. So, you know, we have done the work to maintain and uh, learn from our mistakes, pivot as a company. Um, you know, the way we manage projects today is definitely not the way we manage projects like even 10 years ago. We've completely changed the way we, we, we do that. So, yeah, I do think we, we, we've done a lot to stay relevant in the business. I, I do see ourselves as leaders in the software development industry um, because we, we have done the work to stay relevant, um, because we've worked on such unique and different projects and you know we've worked on some very large um, enterprise uh, applications that really have um, taken us to the next level um, you know uh, management wise uh, project management wise and just technology wise as well so I have another question here we have another question okay do you stay on top oh sorry how do you stay on top 
of the ever-changing tech industry. Um, one thing that we, we, we try to do um, is partner with other um, tech companies, um, other tech organizations. We are a Microsoft Gold partner. Um, and so we try to, you know, every technology that we want to get into, we try to build some sort of partnership so we can learn a little bit more about uh, what they're doing and, you know, what's relevant and, and, and how we can learn from that. Um, an example of that is, um, we have an application called FieldEco, which is a, a mobile inspection system, and we build the technology uh, behind it. However, the technology is used with a mobile app. And, um, you know, we had clients coming to us just asking us questions about the actual physical uh, device. And although we built the software um, and we use the, the devices, we still don't know all the ins and outs of the device uh, business and, you know, what's different certifications for, for tablets and, um, you know, what's rugged and non-rugged and what can you use in an oil rig versus in a mine or in a manufacturing plant. So we partnered with uh, Panasonic to work with them um, and, and you know, have them as a partner for, for the tablet side, but they are able to help us answer questions to our clients. They are able to help us, or not help us, teach us the things that we don't know. So I think it's really important to, you know, continue th those partnerships, um, continue uh, learning. I think I've said that like a million times on this chat. Um, but partnering with other people, even, you know, some of your competitors, um, you know, sometimes competitors don't like to talk to one another, but I think that's actually not a great way of doing business. You know, sometimes one of our competitors may have the capability of building something that one of our clients wants and we can't, and we could partner with our competitor to um, have them do that for us and we could learn from them and vice versa. There's so much that we can offer um, the industry just based on our past history and everything that, that we're doing. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all the questions I have received so far. I want to thank you for joining me on this first uh, LinkedIn Live. Um, it's the first time I do it, so if it wasn't perfect, I apologize. Um, you know, I might have rambled a little bit. Who knows? Uh, but yes, I wish you all a wonderful, happy new year. We will see you back in the new year with more LinkedIn Lives and more questions that I will be able to answer and we'll have you know, all kinds of um, things down the pipeline that will be exciting that I would love to share with all of you. So thank you. Enjoy and have a happy new year. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Between Two Servers. You can find us over on Instagram, YouTube and Facebook. The links are in the description of this podcast. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to Between Two Servers and we'll catch you next time.